Welcome to Our Real Life, a discussion about the journey from addiction to recovery with our host, Bob Bay. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Our Real Life podcast. My name's Bob, and today Pam is joining me. Do you want to say hi, Pam? Hi, Pam. (laughs) Well, today we're going to talk a little bit about the book, the book, My Real Life. It's a book I wrote about my journey. There's a little bit in there about how I came to that point of, and I, I guess I'll call it a my hitting bottom moment, but it has stories about things that I learned about life and about who I was as I was growing up. I guess I'll just say that Pam and I have been married forever. We got married on my 19th birthday. Pam was 18 years old, and we were buddies. You know, it's crazy, and I think I mentioned it in the book, that uh, the day we met, my brother was with me, and we went into Taco Bell, and I saw Pam, and I just knew. It was crazy. I just knew, and when we left, I told my brother, I'm going to marry her. He said I was stupid. He actually said several other things. But, and I don't, I can't describe exactly why that was. I don't know why that happened or whatever. I guess it was one of those love at first sight kind of things, and I just knew. And we started out being party buddies, right, Pam? Yes, we did. We were just about as dysfunctional as they come. Yes, we were. <laughs> that was, I guess, my senior year in high school, and uh, then uh, I ended up going in the Army. It, I talk about it in the book, and that was... A big thing of it in the introduction of the book, I think, is where I talk about that. But so we were we were just kids trying to figure out life, and we were trying to do it together and trying to figure it out together. It was a mess in the beginning. Actually, it's been a mess for a, <laughs> a good mess, though, right? Yeah, that's our normal. <laughs> that's our normal. <laughs> so we stuck it out with each other. the The awesome thing was is when when I was at my low points, Pam was doing well. And when Pam was at her low points, I was doing well. And so it just always seemed to work out that way. So we could kind of be there for each other in those moments and in those times. I wanted to be able to tell some stories from out of the book, but I love all of these stories that are in this book. They all, obviously, they mean something to me. They're really important to me. And I don't want to give any of them away. I don't want to like do a spoiler and give any of them away. One thing that everybody needs to know is regardless of what issue you may be facing, even if it's you, you've come out of abuse, uh, maybe sexual abuse or physical abuse, maybe even emotional abuse, maybe you did get caught in some type of addiction or an eating disorder or whatever it is, at the core, I mean, they're all different and we're all individual people. We're all different. But then again, underlying, it all comes back to the same hurt, the same disappointments, the same resentments, the same feelings of loneliness, abandon, uh, and just on and on and on. We all go through these things that are unique to us, but they're not unique to mankind. And so I wanted to write this book and to kind of convey that because I really wish somebody could have told me that in the beginning, that somebody could have said, you know, listen, Bob, you're not the only one who's gone through this. You're not the only one who feels the way you do. Pam is smiling right now. She's trying not to laugh. Because I know how much you would have listened to them. (laughs) I wouldn't have, would I? Mm -mm. You know what? And it's real possible that people did try and tell me that. It's real possible somebody did try and tell me. And I just wouldn't listen. I even say in the book, I had to learn all these lessons the hard way. But if the seed can be planted there to hopefully maybe help somebody so that when they're in those situations, if they can identify with those feelings, those thoughts, maybe they're going through the same thing, it can maybe make a difference. At least they'll know they're not alone. And that's a big thing. There are so many things that I learned that were the hard way that maybe could be easier for somebody else to learn, but I felt alone all the time. 
even with Pam with me, when with our kids, I have an extended family that loves me. I have people around me that cared about me, but I always felt alone. And I had felt that way pretty much all my life. And I know that a lot of people feel that way. They feel alone even in a crowd. And that makes me sad for people to feel like that. But so those are some of the type of things I talk about in the book. We've had a lot of really good feedback about the book. A lot of people have talked about how great it is. Realistically, I know that there's a certain target market, you might say, uh, an audience that I'm reaching out to. One of the things in writing this book that I wanted to do, I wanted to be able to reach as many people as possible in it. So I didn't want to get too specific about certain things so that as many people as possible could identify with it. Another big thing I didn't want to do is just go on and on and tell stories about the bad things that had happened as far as like when I was doing drugs. I was a meth addict and alcoholic and and all kinds of other mean, ugly, nasty things. <laughs> right, Pam? <laughs> so I didn't want to just make it a, a story about the terrible things that had happened that led up to my addiction. I tell some stories about that, but a huge part of it, I wanted to be focused on the solution or the coming out of it, the other side of it, and the things that God had done in my life to teach me who he was, to teach me who I was, and teach me how to live life on life's terms. So that's what this book has been about. I've tried to encapsulate that. I've tried to describe this so many times, and I just can't. I can't do it quickly. But of course, everybody who knows me knows I can't say anything quickly. (laughs) I want to make you feel like you're there. A big part of the reason why I wanted to talk about this today was because with the book going, we were getting a lot of positive feedback. And a little while back, we had a uh, book release, podcast release party, and it was great. But what I start have seen, what I've been seeing is, is there are a lot of people who are impacted by the book. The reality of it is, is sometimes people, when you say, well, okay, you could buy this book for 10 bucks, or they may have to choose between getting a tank of gas in their car or maybe buying some food or whatever. I mean, the reality is, is that some people just cannot afford to buy this book. And so in thinking about this, I started thinking about it because people need to read the message that's in this. But obviously, we, we can't afford to give all the books away. That's not the whole purpose behind this. We also have a ministry called Real Life Ministries, and that's in our on our website. If you go to the website, you can see about that. You can learn about what all that is, find out about it. We have to have a way to fund everything, and, and the book is part of that. The book is part of funding that. And I don't need to go through all that because you can't find out about it on the website. The website is reallifeministries-stl.com. If you go there, you can find out, you can read about what our mission is and what we're wanting to be able to do. A big part of what we're, we're doing, we've been doing this for several years, working with people who are caught in addiction, both Pam and I have, but we just want to be able to continue that on a, a larger scale. And we have to get the money from somewhere because the people that we help really don't have the funds to, to pay. So as part of this, We want to be able to reach out to as many people as possible. There are people in rehabs. There are people in uh, treatment facilities. There are people in churches. There are people just all over the place that could really benefit from this book, but they can't necessarily afford it. Now, what was happening was we were getting other people that were saying, well, you know, yeah, I, I bought the book. I love the book. I would like to give you a little bit of extra and just donate towards what you guys are doing. And that's fantastic. But so as part of that, I started thinking, you know, If somebody, they really enjoyed the book and they wanted somebody else to be able to enjoy the book who couldn't afford it, maybe they could afford to buy 
two extra books or three extra books or five extra books. And maybe they don't know somebody. Maybe they do know somebody. Maybe they could buy two or three extra books and give it to somebody that they know that it would help. But maybe they don't know anybody. Maybe somebody would like to help and buy a thousand books, but they just don't know a thousand people that could really use it. But that's where we come in. Because of the amount of people that we work with, the amount of people that we see, people, like I said, in in rehabs, in treatment centers, in different churches, and just all over the place, we in in the different recovery programs, people that really need the book but can't afford it. I thought, what a great opportunity this would be for the people who want to help us out and want to be able to help these other people. They could buy the book, and then we, in turn, could pass that book along to somebody that we run across. It's happened several times already. And it's, it's encouraging to me that other people would like to be able to do that. It's also encouraging to me to see the look on people's faces when I'll get in a conversation with them and start talking about a little bit about my past and a little bit about where I've come from. People from all walks of life. It shocks me when I begin to talk about that and they open up, oh yeah, I used to be addicted to meth or, oh yeah, I was addicted to heroin. People that you wouldn't even expect that have been through it, but they're still struggling with other things. Maybe they're not struggling with the drugs, but they're struggling with other things. This book could really help them. So that's what we wanted to talk to you guys about today, to be able to kind of give you the opportunity to do that, to share the hope. We're calling this program Share the Hope, because the book is My Real Life, Finding Hope in Hopeless Situations. Maybe you have bought the book already. Maybe you've read the book already. Maybe you haven't, and you need to get you a copy. You can buy the book through Amazon, but it would be really helpful if you would go through our website, and help us out by directly from us. And that would allow us to be able to impact other people's lives. As I go around and I speak, that's the other thing that we can do. If you would be interested in, I, you know, I love telling these stories. Don't I, Pam? Yes, you do. <laughs> I love telling the stories out of this book. It does mean a lot more to me when I'm telling them in person than, you know, than you reading them. And it also gives me a chance to talk about other things that are part of that that I just couldn't put in the book. There was just too much. Uh, too much information to be able to put in there. And so I can kind of go into more detail and into more depth about things. And it's a lot better when I'm in front of people talking. So if you would be interested in me coming and, and doing that, I would love to be able to do that. So you can also message us through our Facebook page. Right, Pam? Yes. Through the Facebook page, or you can email us at bobbay at reallifeministries-stl.com. Bob Bay at Real Life Ministries STL.com. Or you can contact us on our website. Here's the really cool thing about this podcast. I'm excited about the podcast too. We've had some technical issues. I think we're getting them worked out. So Pam is the editor in chief, the production manager. <laughs> <laughs> she makes everybody sound so smart. And she really struggles with that with me doing that, making me sound okay. So I really appreciate her doing that. So basically, what and we're hoping to get it up on the website soon, you know, the, the details so that you can read it. Share the Hope program. Basically, what we're asking for is for anybody who can, be it one book, 10 books, 100 books, 1,000 books, 5,000 books, whatever it may be. If God puts on your heart, if you find it in your heart, maybe you want to help somebody out. Maybe your life has turned around and you're doing a lot better than you had and and you would like to be able to reach out and help other people, this would be a great way to do it, for you to be able to basically buy books for people who can't afford them, and we can get them in their hands. 
we're going to figure out a way to uh, let people know exactly how many people we're reaching. I don't know how we're going to do it yet. That part is still in the formulation stages. It'll be uh, it'll be put on our website or it'll come out in our newsletter. You can go to the website and sign up for a tri-monthly newsletter. We'll have a newsletter come out every three to four months. Okay. With update on how things are going. That's awesome. Did you not know that? I did not know that. <laughs> That's a good idea. I thought you knew that. So anyway, here's what you do. If, if it's on your heart to do this, with the Share the Hope program, for anybody who would like to, who would like to be able to reach out to other people, what you can do is you can contact us through the website. Now, you can order books through the website as well. But if you would like to do that, if you message us, send us an email. We can set that up so that you can do it. You can pay through PayPal. We can update you how how many books are going out in your name. You know what would be maybe I could do also? I would have to figure out how to do it. I'm going to say this, but maybe if somebody gave a lot, maybe if somebody bought like 100 books or something like that for somebody, I could just put their first name in it and write in the... This book purchased for you by whoever. Right. I could actually put your whole name if you wanted me to, but uh, if you just wanted to... It'd just be your first name. And I could just put your name in the front cover. So-and-so, John Doe, wanted you to have this book. I think that would be, that just came to me just right there. I think that would be a neat thing to do. All right, to wrap all this up, I want to thank everybody for listening today. I know it was kind of a weird program. I encourage you to come back next week and listen to the next show. Uh, We'll be back to kind of our regular format. Or if you haven't listened to the previous shows, you can listen to those. They're great. So I appreciate you hanging in there with us. We'll talk to you soon. God bless. Thanks for listening. For more information, visit us at reallifeministries-stl.com. You can also join us on Facebook at Real Life Ministries STL.